Welcome to Stars Weekly, along with Pat Griswold, the head coach of the Academy of Holy Angels Stars. I'm Pete Wagner, and we've got a plenty uh, to talk about. A big week coming up for the Stars. Three games they played Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, all on the road. So they're going to hit the roadies coming off a very sturdy 6 nothing win over at the Spring Lake Park. And the Panthers, they've had shutouts in three of their last four games. And they have won a total of five in a row. And then if you go even further, eight of their last nine. Pat, it's a love fest going on over at the Ridgefield Ice Arena, isn't it? <laughs> Things are going well. Things are going well, no doubt about it. Well, tell me about that. What, what, what specifically is going well for your team right now? And if you were to put your hat on something, what would it be? You know, we talked about it last week. Starts with our goaltender coming out, right? And he's two two shutouts last week and three of his last four. And um, you know, we talked off offline, but you know, we're twelve and three now, and and we've we've got pretty much everybody back from injury. You know, we still have one that's going to be out for the, the entire season, but we've got our kind of full line, you know, full, you know, full uh, lineup back. And you know, and the biggest thing is 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 got to be the uh, the special teams, and um, you know, it's really carrying us on both the power play and and PK. And you know, right now we're double A, we're the number one team in the in power play percentage, and um, and we're number tied for number two with Minnetonka, just behind Andover. Um, for, for PK percentage. And, um, you know, I think those are, are some of the big keys for us right now. So when it comes to the special teams, you know, obviously what we spoke about is, you know, the goaltending is such a key factor to that. You know, it's got to be your best uh, penalty killer. And Severson's been terrific all year long. But along with that, you have to have some execution. So from the, let's start first from the penalty kill. What are you guys doing that you're most pleased with? And then are there some areas that you can see him do a little bit more with? Yeah, the guys are bought into what we're doing. Um, you know, sometimes you know, and we throw we throw some different different PKs at them, and um, you know, depending on what we're playing and, and whatnot. But you know, guys are really dedicated, not looping. You know, and, and penalty. I tell our guys, I'm like, penalty killing's not fun, and and it's it's a lot of stops and starts, and, and you burn yourself out. And that's you know, one one you don't want to be in the pot, penalty box for obvious reasons. But you know, another thing, it wears you out. And and if you're doing it right, and we've got guys right now that. Anybody that we're putting out there is doing what we're asking of them, and um, when we need to be aggressive, we can. Um, you know, if we need to pull it back a little bit and, um, you know, do some other things, we can too. So um, just guys that are just, you know, just bought into what we're doing um, and, and really – and really just being being team guys. And staying out of the box is important uh, in the power play on the same token. You know, just a clip under 40% and 39.7. It's pretty impressive on your part. You guys, uh, what do you got, 25 of 63 is what you are so far. What yep. is the key there? I mean, I know talent is always a big thing, but they're doing something tactically too. I'm sure that's making them happy. Yeah, they're skilled guys, and, and they don't, you know, they move the puck quick. Um, and we put different packages on them in, in practice. And, and sometimes we, you know, we, we, we sit back. Sometimes we just, you know, have a all out gang war on some of the guys. And sometimes we overload on, you know, overload the PK on one side to open up stuff. And, um, it's really, you know, we've got guys that can really see the ice really well, um, on both power plays. And, you know, it was, it was refreshing, you know, it was nice last, last game. We had two power play goals by our second group. Um, so two of our, I mean, we, we went, we went two for three on the power play last game. Um, and both, both power play goals were, were from our second group. So they're contributing as well. And, you know, 25 power play goals in 15 games is, is going to win you a lot of games. And, um, and as long as you stay out of the box and, and you're doing that, and, you know, I was joking with somebody the other day, I said, you know, if you look at it, you know, we've only given up five the entire year and we've scored 25. So we're plus 20 just on the power play mm-hmm. and the PK alone. And, you know, if we're averaging almost, 
you know, one and a half to, to two a game on the power play. I mean, right there, we've already got a two nothing lead right away. And, and I mean, that, you know, you get a one nothing, two nothing lead, you know, before the game even starts. I mean, it, it, it really helps here. really helps, uh, Win twelve games for sure. So well, I think anyone would, would say if you could spot us and start us with a two nothing lead, they'd be more than happy to do that. When you look at your goals scored, outscoring opponents at this stage of the season, sixty seven thirty six. Interestingly enough, Pat seventeen sixteen in the first period, and then your most goals scored in the second at twenty seven to thirteen allowed, and then you really finish strong and wear the opponents down with the twenty two seven differential in the third. I mean, that's pretty indicative of, of what you'd want to see, where your team's just getting better as the fifty first minute approaches. Yeah, and we we uh, you know we always want to say we you know you want to start strong, accelerate in the middle, and finish fast, right? And that's the goal for football term. But you know we we use that as as well too. And it's you know we do you know we just you know our biggest thing is we got you know there's some games where we could get off to better starts, and and we we you know if we're playing some some really really good teams, I mean we're going to get behind and it's going to be tough to tough to come back. And you know our, our thing right now is trying to get that you know trying to get that first period. Um, and a lot of times that's a feeling out period for both teams. And then you, you make some adjustments and, and kids start seeing some things that they're doing and, and changing up what we're doing. If it's a four check or it's a D zone coverage or neutral zone or power player penalty kill, whatever it might be. Um, we talk about it between periods. And, and again, we've got guys that are very adaptable that are team guys first and that are soldiers and, and willing to do what we want to do. That's fantastic. Now you guys have climbed to number 21 in the QRF, which is of course from the Minnesota scores process and how, how, they do everything and I, I think you know I, you do, do you guys as a section do you use that as, as as part of your tools to seed teams we don't I think everybody I think everyone takes a you know takes a look at it and gives you an idea and especially especially when you know if teams aren't playing each other right and so you so you kind of have something to work off of um at the end of the day it's all head-to-head and, and we've got St. Louis Park this week. We've got Wyzetta next, you know, on Thursday. We've got Benil the week from Saturday. And we have Hopkins and Armstrong um, coming up as well, too. So that that's really going to dictate these next two, three weeks are really going to dictate where we're at. Um, you know, and, and, and we've only played one conference or one section opponent at this point, and that was Blake, and we dropped them early in the year. Um, but now, you know, if we want to – you know, we want to move up and, you know, I, you know, I would think we're five or six right now. And if we want to, we want to make some noise and we want to get up to the, you know, two, three, four seed, five seed. Um, you know, we got, we got to, we got to win Thursday. We got to win next Saturday. We've got opportunities. You've got opportunities in front of you. I want to ask you yep. something about um, this. And, and I've, you know, I know it's been talked about. I think about it every once in a while, but it makes sense to me to, to take a look at this a little bit further and say, you, you know, why wouldn't we create section based conference? Conferences where you play each other twice on the season, or do you think from a uh, team by team? Because there's, you know, there's. Let's be honest. There's disparities in talents across the board, both in Double A and Single A. Uh, what do you think about that, though? About having the section become its own conference and you play each team twice, or at least I like once? it. I mean, to be honest with you, I do like it. Um, at least once, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, and it's nice, you know. I, I go back and forth on conferences, and we're, you know, I'm doing my scheduling right now, and it's difficult. It's really, really we're independent, so it's really, really difficult. And so, you know, we've got teams that are like, hey, we would love to play you, but we're we're stacked up. We're just stacked. I mean, there's conferences that have 18 to 20 conference games. Throw in a tournament, they have nothing left. They have two, three games left. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 difficult. And so sometimes you look at our schedule, and you're just like, wow, gosh, they're, you know, they're doing well, and they're they're coming as a program. And but why do they still have this team or that team on there? It's because we just don't. 
there's just it's not from lack of us not trying. I mean, we've I mean of the top ten teams that are probably in in Double A right now, I think we've asked seven or eight of those teams to play, and they just they can't. Um, they're just they're just full. So um, you know our schedule is what it is, but um, that's why we got to make do when we get our chances against the Wyzettas and, and Benilds, um here in the next couple of weeks. And it would be nice to it would be nice to have some kind of football like football does it in districts it. or something like that. I do too. I, I do too. And um, and, and and honestly, you talk to a lot of coaches. They don't they don't love the conference just because there's so much disparity, like you said. And there's just you know some of these conferences is you know they're split into two, and then you know they don't want to play those five teams and you know the lower or, or vice versa, right? You got Class A teams, you know, in the in North Suburban, they've got to play, you know, the Spring Lake Parks, and the, those teams don't want to play, you know, they don't want to play, um, you know, Blaine and, and Maple Grove, and it doesn't do anybody any good, right? So. You know, there's that, there's all of that, and then there's, you know, other conferences that are a mix of A and AA, and then there's just a, there's just a lot of disparity, and, and, and it would be nice if, you know, you just, you know, and everyone kind of agree to play everybody, and, um, but I understand where they're coming from, too, where, you know, they're in large conferences, they just don't have any room, and it is what it is. Well, and it also goes beyond other sports. The conferences, what they then yield is, makes life a lot easier to be able to schedule other sports across all three seasons as well, which is which can play into it, I would think, too. But I think hockey is, well, it's not unique to other sports because there's teams that are all over the map, but it would be really fun to have districts or sections or whatever we want to call it that helps for that automatic seeding. Hey, you know what? You win the district, you're number one seed. It's pretty right. simple. And uh, you can kind of take that out of there. That game that you would play against Wyzetta could be the biggest game of the year, and that's almost like a mini section final. Uh, yeah. And now you get two for, for, of them. For them, it's probably not that huge of a game, right? Because it's their, you know, their Dinah's and Prairies. For us, it's our biggest game of the year. Absolutely. So let's get into that. Right. Now. And so we're we're focusing all. Like, yeah. You know, we got to, you know, we got to, you know, but 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 it's tomorrow's our biggest game against St. Louis Park, right? And, and we need to we need to show that we're, you know, we we've moved above them as a program. And then it goes to and then it goes to Wyzetta, and 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 that's where our focus will be on on Wednesday and Thursday. So. But it's, you know, for different teams. And then obviously, right, you'll have your rivalries and you have all your other stuff too. But, um, you know, I, I just think you're going to see the landscape of the of the high school. You know, there's a lot of talk and a lot of different things of adding games and scheduling and all sorts of stuff. And I think you're going to see some of that. Because I think there's a lot of coaches getting frustrated with, you know, having to, to, to play the teams they play. And we played a team a couple of weeks ago and, you know, they're, they're frustrated with what their, what their conference is too, but they are, it is what it is. And there's, they don't really have a choice. And, you know, in, in understanding a lot of, a lot of conferences were always dictated by football, right? And yep. it's the eight game football schedule, it's, which is interesting. Right. And, you know, but then there's 24, 25 other sports that play 25 games. And so now that there's the districts in there, Hey, is it time to start thinking about, okay, is there conference alignment? Do we just go to a district model in, in some of these other sports it, you know, you know that's uh, that's above my grade level, but well, and you know, you know not, that's a uh, that's that's a lot. I mean, I think it needs to be looked at for now, sure. Now I'm hearing about Buffalo and uh, St. Michael Albertville with the late conference. So and Irondale is going and Irondale is going in with um, with um, Stillwater and um, Creighton and uh, a few other you know a few other teams. You but know, you know that you, that that the, White Bear and that te- that section. The, uh, it's great to add teams. Get it? Love it? Exciting. 
But the beauty of of like a late conference is is like literally you 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 can get to every school within ten minutes, no yep. matter where you were playing, and uh, that was great for travel. That's great for rivalries. It's great for youth hockey, youth baseball, whatever your sports are. You're playing against each other constantly, so the rivalries are really fresh and great. Uh, but you know it, it is what it is. Let, let's downshift now into uh, the St. Louis Park game. You know you're going to get a, a, a very good goaltender there. He, he plays a really nice brand. He's very athletic, and he can get around the crease. They've got some pretty nice players as well. Uh, the St. Louis Park Rec Center is always a great place to play. When you approach that game, how are you looking at that game from a from a tactical on ice perspective? So the nice thing is I live in St. Louis Park, so, I've, so I see them all the time on public access. So I've Excellent. Watched. So yeah, I'm driving my wife nuts the last couple of weeks. We've been watching we've been watching St. Louis Park on on, on public access TV, but um, have a pretty good idea. And, and you know we've I've played them you know you know number of years now. They're always always tough, and they're always physical, and they're strong, and they're tough to play against. And um, you know they they graduated you know they graduated some big guys last year, but they've got I mean they had you know a couple of young guys that were playing us, you know, three freshmen last year that are, that are kind of leading the way for them this year. And, um, and, and, you know, they're, like you said, their goaltender's good. He played against us last year and, I, and I've seen him play a number of times in the last, you know, three, four, five years, whether it was PB's Bantams high school, whatever it is. And, um, he's really, really good. And he's, you know, he's as good as, as we have in our section. So, um, hands are going to be full and it's going to be two, you know, kind of two young skilled teams kind of going at it tomorrow. You go to the Plymouth ice center on Thursday and that's against the Wyzetta Trojans. A senior, junior-laden team, very big, very big, very heavy, and uh, a team that you have to earn every piece of ice against. Their structure is always going to be good. Uh, when you approach that game, your team is a little more of a free-willing type of team. Kind of, I would say, like what Benil does, they like to skate and get it up the ice. How are you going to attack the structure of Wyzetta? You know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wheel you know reel it in a little bit as well. Um, it, you know if we try to run and gun with them, um, they, they're they're I mean they're big and physical and strong and just another you know well coached Pat O'Leary team and just you know it's just a, I mean it seems like the same team year after year and, and different cast it's, it's like the Patriots right just different cast of totally. characters and and you can just plug these guys in and and they find you know they keep finding a way and um, you know another you know they'll be big they'll be tough they'll be strong they don't give you a lot um, you know and it's gonna be physical it's I'm sure the place is going to be packed. I mean, we're, we're, we're really, really looking forward to it. And um, we haven't played them in a couple of years and we think we're close to them now where we can give them a battle. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, if, if we're going to be successful and want to win the game, it's going to be a low scoring game and, and we're going to need Matthew and we're going to need everybody playing, you know, our best defensive game and being responsible and not, you know, not playing 34 minutes. We're going to have to play 51 full minutes against those guys. And, you know, and, and we get, get opportunities. We're probably not going to have, 35, 40 shots like we've had in, in this, you know, these last couple of weeks. And when we do get opportunities, we got to bear them. We got to bear down. And, and, you know, if we get, we got to stay out of the box against them too. I mean, they're not only are they big and strong, but they're skilled as well too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're going to have our hands full. And again, we're, you know, hopefully, you know, it's going to be a two, one, three, two game. And that's, uh, that's what we're going to, you know, ideally keep it, you know, if it's, it's going to be five, six goals, you know, I don't know that we're going to score five, six goals on them. Um, so we, you know, we really need to keep it to a, you know, two, three, four goal game. Um, Come, come Thursday. Well, they love to block the shots too, and uh, they can turn those into turnovers. And they're so disciplined. And uh, I think it's a great litmus test for you guys. You get through that, uh, have a quick practice on Friday, and then you head off to parade to take on the Minneapolis team. Which obviously, um, there's a natural born rivalry there, as I'm sure you. We all know a lot of the, your players come from the Minneapolis uh, Storm program, and uh, so so that's that's always a fun rivalry game between the two of you. 
Yeah, and, and you know, we've, we do have Minneapolis guys both in our, our varsity and, and JV, and we had some great battles with them last year, and every year that I was at Minnehaha, we always played them, and, and you know, another another well-coached team, and Joe's another guy when you just think, okay, you know, they've lost Hale, and they've lost, you know, some of these other guys that just up, that they're they're going to be done, and again, Joe Joe's another guy that just finds a way to, to plug in new pieces, and, um, you know, and you're just like, oh, where'd these guys come from, and they just, I mean, they just find a way, and they compete every game, and they battle, and um, they're, they're, they're always talking to play against and it is our rival and you know it, it's I know we've got a couple guys looking forward to that game but we've got you know we've got a huge one Tuesday and we've got a huge one Thursday we got to focus on that first and and then uh and then go down there and, and to parade on Saturday and have a, have a good one against them as well Joe Dietzik is just such a great guy and a good coach it's going to be a great week for you guys finally you pick up your 100th win against the Spartans of Rochester Mayo and you know I know that uh I think you had a tweet or a Facebook post uh, talking about how the administration at the Academy of Holy Angels have been with you and how they've uh, approached that. Can you first talk about uh, picking up the win with this group of kids and all of the kids that you've had at Minnehaha Academy and here at the Academy of Holy Angels? And then secondly, what the administration meant to you in that process? Yep. And that, and you know, that hundred wins, you know, obviously spans over the seven and a half years of, of, you know, coaching at, at Minnehaha Academy. And then now here at, at Holy Angels and, um, you know, had some, had some great kids at, at Minion Academy and, and have a great group again, um, now and, and, you know, couldn't be happier and, you know, getting into the administration, get a ton of support, um, you know, all the way from our, our president and, and principal to our, you know, to our athletic director, to our assistant athletic director, to, you know, to our, our alumni director. I mean, everybody and, and our, and our missions director. I mean, everybody's great to work with and, um, you know, they do want to, they do want to, you know, they do want it to be a lead again. Um, and, and we're working hard to do that. And, um, uh, but the support we get is, is, you know, and, and not only from our administration, but from our parents as well. I mean, we get a ton starting our captain's parents and it takes a, takes a village to run this. And, um, the, the support that we get, you know, from administration and from the parents side is, is, you know, is off the charts. You look at what the winter sports teams are doing on the team side of things from boys and girls, basketball to boys and girls, hockey, at the Academy of Holy Angels, I saw a number somewhere where the combined records are just massive. It's impressive, and things are going well at the Academy of Holy Angels. And uh, it's fun. Yeah, you guys have got a good team, a good group from administrative to a coaching perspective. Everybody's working together, and I think you know if you get that from up top, it comes down to the you know I always say there's the the playing customer and the paying customer. If the playing customer is happy, which is the player, the paying customer, which is the parents that have to you know foot the bill for this, whether it's public or private. Uh, if they're all happy, you're all happy, and uh, things can become a 12 and three season. Yep, and it all started with our, our fall season, right? And our, our football team was number one. Unfortunately, lost in the first round of the playoffs, but they were number one team and defending state champs. And you know, both both soccer teams were in the state tournament, and you know, all that um, you know that led into our you know our winter season, which is is going well, and we've got a new basketball coach and they're, they're off to their best start since, I don't know, I think it's like, I think it's like 1988 or something like yeah. 89 or something like that. And our girls team's number three in the state and our girls hockey team's been doing well and they're improving. And so, um, it's nice. And we'll get into the spring too. And, um, you know, and with our, with our lacrosse team and, and baseball and softball and, and track, you know, programs, and they all, they all compete at a high level and, and, and are successful as well too. So, I mean, you look at across the board, it's, um, it's a good time to, you know, it's a great time to be a star and, you know, that's just the, that's just the athletic side, you know, and then the, and then the academic side is, um, you know, second to none. So. 
It is indeed, and I can say that firsthand from a student that graduated and is having great success in college thanks to the preparation that went on at the Academy of Holy Angels. Pat, big week for you. Thanks for your time. I know you got things to do uh, from a work perspective, practice, and then preparing for the upcoming uh, week. We look forward to catching up next week to discuss uh, what happened, and I uh, wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate the time, and uh, yeah, big week, big week for the Stars, so tell me a lot. Go Stars. And congrats on that 100th win, buddy. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Thank you. That's Pat Griswold. This was Stars Weekly. So long, everybody. I've been feeling real good. Came a long way from misunderstood. Far away from the days where I wouldn't want to go home because I was afraid of the truth. See, I was scared to admit the feeling was in the back of my head. Because the point where line no longer worse. So you have to stand up for how you want to live. Let it go.